0: hello ladies and gentlemen i'm back i I don't know if you guys heard my last my last podcast but my podcast i guess it, it didn't go on a thursday or i think it did i'm not sure when when the podcast went up because i think i didn't post it in the right day that i thought i posted it but whatever so if you guys think that by the time you hear this and you haven't heard my previous podcast you should definitely listen to all my podcasts from beginning to end and I just want to change up the the podcast every single week because I don't want it to be the same boring information every single time the same thing over and over and over and it just gets boring if I talk about one thing then I talk about another so so once again ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining this week's podcast this is the Wolf Network and if you're a new subscriber to this anchor podcast, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or what, whatever other platform you're listening to, thank you for listening. And as always, let's get on with this week's podcast. So here we go with our history part two. So last week, I, or I don't know when, but I told you guys about my my aunt. That was a little bit, a little bit strange. That she's a little bit, a, a little bit cuckoo, which. It's something that I don't normally say, but because I don't want to offend people and I don't want to be that type of person that just hates on people, which I don't hate on anybody. I just think that you they need a little bit of of somebody needs to tell them, get get better, like you're out of your mind. So this week, I think I, I was going to tell you that my mother, like I told you from the beginning, my mother was born in California. I don't know how she, I don't know if she ended up in, in Colorado or something, or, or I I don't know if my mom ever went to Colorado before, before, before I was born or something. But I think so, because I, I, I heard from my mother and when my grandmother was alive, I heard that they used to go all the time to, to Mexico and visit and, and have a good time, Mexico on the plane, on the train, I mean, on the plane or on the bus, on the Greyhound and I guess that's how it was I don't know I don't know how it, it, it technically is but just just for for the story not to be way too long because I don't know my mom's life so well but I know it just as far that I know that she's she's visited Mexico many times before I was born because for those of you that don't know when I told you in the, on the part one I told you I was born in 1995 okay I was born on February 3rd 1995 and since we're in 2020 I am at the age of 25 years of age or I'm 25 years of age and for those of you that don't know I I was born at that time so what I know is that my mother was born in like I said she was born in California California. That's what I know i I don't know. I think my grandmother was supposed to have another another child before my mom. The same thing that happened with with my mom, like I told you. My mom had the same thing that that she she was supposed to have another brother or sister before me, but then miscarriage and I know that the, my my grandmother had a miscarriage because of my grandfather that I used to beat her up and used to be violent and and used to just be aggressive, so that's how she that's how my my grandma la- lost her first child, and then she had, and then my my grandmother had my mom kind of, not at the at the young age, but at a, at an age where she's she's way older than than she's supposed to have children. But whatever you guys think, if you guys think that having a child at age forty is at age forty is bad, or age thirty something is bad. Whatever, so you guys can let me know if you guys think that that's not good or it's a or it's kind of a bad thing to have a a whatever. You can let me know in the comments on Anchor. I mean, not on Anchor, but on I think in in Apple Podcasts and all the other apps. So wherever you're listening to me, if you have a a way to leave a comment, you let me know if you if you think that's a good thing or a bad thing to have a child at an at an at an older age. So. That's why I said so what happened is that I told you that my mother was born in California while my father was born in El Salvador and I'm not really going to tell you exactly where he was born because I'm not really sure where he was born because we hear that he's born in one place and then we hear that he's born in another place so I don't really have a hundred percent thought of where he was born so what I know is that he was born like I said he was born in El Salvador. And because of of his mother, that was that was not a good mother, that didn't really care about him much as much as he thought he did, and he always thought his his grandma was, his grandmother was was the best person in this in the whole entire world, and and it, it's crazy. So, I guess my. My father has had attempted many. I guess, according to the story that I know that I've heard, is that my father has attempt had attempted not has had attempted to escape El Salvador to come to the U.S., which he did. Which it was kind of crazy, for, for the most part. It was kind of crazy because he, I think I think my my mother my my grandmother. But she I I only saw her one time in El Salvador and I haven't gone back because it's, I'm just not a fan of of traveling like being on a plane I'm not I'm not really a fan of that I, I'm too as I always say I'm too I'm too afraid of flying and I always have to say that but if I had to do it I would do it but not because I'm comfortable doing it and I'm and I'm sort of like wow I got to do it. It's the best, it's the best experience in the whole entire world. No, I would be scared out of my mind. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, just for the story short, my father came to, from, from El Salvador to America. He, I guess he, he traveled from El Salvador, I guess walking on the bus. So I don't know how it, how it was, but supposedly he came to Mexico. And then from Mexico, he came to the U.S. And long story short, I know that, that. When he came to America, he was—I don't know if he—he he was eighteen at the time or he was under eighteen. But what I to, what I said is that he—he he escaped, he escaped El Salvador because I guess the father was a little bit, a little bit a, uh, a little uh, the father was a little bit harsh. You know how how life is over there. Very—I mean, in in other countries, is more harsh that they could beat you. They could skin you they could make your back bleed and and no one's going to have consequences i i i think that that's how it still is right now that if if i lived in el salvador or i lived in cuba or puerto rico or or in in mexico i could just whip somebody in their back and no consequences i, I can basically rip someone's arm and rip someone's flesh and, and get away with it so I think that's how it still is. I'm not too sure because, like I said, I think what it was, like I told you, my, my, my father came to America. And when he got here, he, I don't really know his, his backstory, but I'm just giving you some kind of a, a rundown story where I said he came to America. And the, f- the first thing I know is that he came to a mission. To those like the 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 missions in downtown Los Angeles, where they say uh, Jordan Jordan Mission and and some Midnight Mission and I don't know what other missions there are, but what I'm just trying to say is that what I'm just trying to say is that th- that's how it was, like like that for for my father. He lived in a mission, and and I I just had to say. Uh, yeah, I just have to say that he. I just have to say that that, that's how it was. He, he lived in the mission. He lived in a mission for some time, and and he met other people, and then from there he said, forget about the mission, and then he, and then he lived in an apartment with with one of his friends, the same friends. Because what I know, based on on that story, was that when he came from, when he came from El Salvador. He came to America, but it was very hard because there were coyotes that brought him, and and the story was very harsh. That some people had to go back to Mexico, back to their mainland country, because it was too too harsh. People were pregnant, and and people had to cross the border, and it was. It, I, I I don't want to I don't want to cut it down, but I want to say that it, it was it was crazy. It was hot. You, the cars were not that great and the cars are still not that great the ones that are bringing you now i think they're still like like minivans from like the like the 80s 90s and very old vehicles very hot and it was just very bad so for those of you that have never crossed the border uh, as an illegal person you don't understand how 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 crazy that is because my father escaped because he wanted a better life. He didn't escape because, oh, he wants to leave his mom and that's it. No, he he escaped that life. Plus, I think he said that he escaped during the time of of the the war in El Salvador. I think in 1980-something, he escaped the war. Which I think my father said he was somewhat... He was not really 100% in the army But he was somewhat army And he knew about guns And he knows about He claims I don't know if it's true or not That he was in the army In the I don't know In El Salvador The army or something like that And It's just crazy So when he moved here He lived in a mission Which that's where That's how he started Because How are you going to come to America And He doesn't have any family He doesn't have anybody here that's that's what it is. He doesn't have anything. So how is it that he's going to be able to have a, a an apartment or, or a house or or whatever people expect you to have. So that's how he started in a mission where he, he was he was mixed with some Latinos, some African Americans. And don't get me wrong, don't don't think that I'm a I'm going to be racist or some in some way or shape or form. But my father was here during the I think I don't know if it was 1992 riots or something. I don't know when the riots happened. I think it was like 1992 or 93 where the riots were going and and, and and the thing is is that is that my father was part of the riots. He didn't loot anything, but I'm saying like he used to he used to work in downtown Los Angeles. I don't know if at that time he was he was living in a mission or or he was already living in 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 his apartment with with his other buddies from the mission, but he lived in an apartment. And my father, first of all, before anybody goes crazy and say, "Oh, he was a poor a poor individual." No, he had money. He could he could go to work, come out of work, have his own car, have his own. He could pay his own apartment. But I think the reason he didn't have his own apartment was because they were all single. All his buddies, him and his buddies, were all single, and. And like I told you last time in the last podcast that my father and my mother met, I think in, in the in the projects, that's where they met. But like I'm saying, my father always had money. He he wasn't the type of person that was always a loser. Like I mean, not technically loser because that's what people like to say. Oh, because you're you have no money, you're a, you're a, a a freaking loser or. I was going to say a, I was going to say something else but he, I, I caught myself I'm saying like like because you're poor they call you a loser just because oh I don't I don't have the money that you have you you consider me a loser a loser but no don't, don't don't get me wrong I mean don't 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 think I I'm calling everybody that that doesn't have the money that we have or that I have or that somebody else has oh you're a loser because you don't have this million dollar You don't have his million dollars. You don't have the same million dollars he has in the bank, the same amount he has. So you, you're not. You don't consider anybody. Oh, you're a loser because, because you don't have that money that everybody else has. And look, it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the type of person that's going to, going to say, oh, you, you, because you're 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 selling drugs in the street. You're you're a loser. No, this is what I have to say before anything else before i continue the story ladies and gentlemen that if you are 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 a drug seller don't, don't expect don't expect i mean i i understand why people sometimes sell drugs some people sell drugs but they don't take the drugs that's the thing you you're the one selling them but you're not taking the drugs you're not the one taking those those drugs yourself you're not taking any drugs you're a, a a drug free person. But you're selling drugs to other people. And I do understand why you're doing it. Because you need the money. It's not because, you, because you're because you going to be a millionaire. Out of selling drugs. Like which drug. I mean most of the time. Which drug dealer becomes millionaires. And, and lives, a, lives their own life. Like nobody. Look at El Chapo. He didn't. He did not. He has money. But look at where he's at right now. He's in jail. He's in prison. Hardcore prison. In a private area i think uh, private prison or some some something like that I, i'm not too sure but what i'm saying is that because people are selling drugs in the street doesn't mean that that they're they're 100 percent or they're considered losers because they're selling drugs no they're selling drugs because there's nothing else you're gonna get a job that's not gonna that's not going to pay whatever you whatever you're expecting and you're and and you're worth, like you work every at all times of day, and you're working at like nine hours or ten hours, or you're working even twelve hours. Because, like I told you, my father is a truck driver, and he doesn't like being a truck truck driver, to be honest. But he says there's nothing else in life. If I'm not a truck driver, where am I going to go next to to work? Because that's what he he's saying. Like you gotta be a you have to be a truck. Tri- I'd rather be a truck driver than be than be um the same thing I was before, a mechanic or being a working for Honda, because this is something I have to say. My father worked. He has worked in in high highly in high places. He has worked in Honda. He has worked in Firestone, Pet Boys. He was a mechanic. He he worked for Sears. He worked for. He worked for, uh, I don't know, he worked at every mechanic shop. And at every mechanic shop, they try to treat him worse than ever. So that's when when he said, forget about it. I'm going to work doing something else. So like I said, my father, so let's get back to the story. My father has always had money. But the reason he lived in an apartment with the rest of his buddies, like I told you, was because he felt lonely, he felt alone. Like if you have a brother and a sister that you live from the from when from when you were young, from when they were born and you lived with them for for thirty years or you live with them for a long time, then what what are you expecting? You don't expect to say, Oh, my my sister or my brother is nothing to me. Okay? So you're not going to say that. You're not going to say, Oh, just because she left I don't feel anything bad for him or for her, or 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 because my friend left. I'm I'm not feeling bad for them. No, you do feel bad for them, and you and you sometimes wish that if you had a friend living with you, like they live with you for like ten years or five years, then you're like I I wish you could come back. I wish I didn't have this argument with you, or I wish I could have helped you so you could have stayed here with me, and you could have been my best friend longer. So. That's what I'm saying, like it became lonely, but then when my father made my mother, then that's when that's when it happened. It all went in a different direction because my father used the the best thing about my grandmother, rest in peace, my grandma was that she made good food, like I said in the first in the first po- podcast, she made good food and She made good food for my father to take to his work. So every time that he would go to work, he would have grandma's good food. I'm not saying she was a chef or she was the best cook in the world, but people that ate her food were satisfied. They all said, good food, señora, or lady, or woman, or or by her name, Florencia, Florence. They used to say, good food. I want some more. Or what's your recipe? What's your secret recipe to this meal? How is it that you're making this good food? So like I told you all the time, she, just a little bit quick because I don't want to take too much time of my grandma again. Well, my grandma, when she was alive, back in the 90s and 80s, she used to cook for the church. She used to cook for, for the missions. She used to cook. She used to say, look, you don't have food Come home, come to my house. I'll make you some good food. I'll make something that will fill your stomach up and you will be satisfied. I'm not going to make like some people nowadays, they say, oh, I'm going to cook you some food. Then they just put they just pop in a a, a burrito from the freezer into the microwave. And then they say, here you go. This is your food or some frozen rice and just say, here, here's your food or frozen chicken. Here's your food. Just warm it up in the microwave and here you go. And all of this is all boxed up and all, all all crappy. But my grandmother, like I said, she was the type of person that you would get a meal that was handmade. Handmade. Not some, like I said, not some prepackaged garbage that now we have. Because that's what I'm saying. It's prepackaged garbage that you don't know the ingredients, and even if you have all the millions of ingredients in the back of the packaging, and you still don't know what what the the, the ingredients mean because now they don't say sugar. Now they they replaced it with another another product or another name to, for the same sugar. But then you say, "Oh, it's healthy for you because it says it's it's organic or it's one hundred percent uh uh vegan food. It's healthy. No, it's not healthy because." There, you don't know the ingredients. You're just reading the ingredients, but that doesn't mean you know what, what what in the world they're saying. So, that's what I'm saying. So, let's let's get back to the thing. After that, like I told you, I was born. Now that we we said that my mother and my father lived in in the projects, and they they had a gunfire, because it was it was misguided gunfire. What I mean by that is like it, it was not directed to them, but they got. They got the gunshots, the bullets. They got the bullets. So they the the washing machines or whatever where they would wash in the projects or in the apartments, They they were riddled with bullets because of gang rivalry. And I don't really have to say too much because then I'm not, I'm not, I'm not promoting no gang member garbage. So or things. So don't don't think that I'm, I'm saying that the life was was great. No so like i said my mother experienced the the north ridge the north ridge earthquake she experienced the bullets being passed a uh, uh, riddle like some places were riddled with bullets while she was there and my father did too so that's great that they both made it out alive i was born in the projects not born in the projects but i lived in the projects for some time and then i just left I just lived there briefly, so that was great. I didn't, I didn't grow up in the projects like other people that grow up in the projects, and then you would say, "Oh, look, the, you, you're a pro, you're a loser because you're, you're a poor, you're a poor person living in the projects." No, and like I always like to say, I, I don't consider no one a loser. You're, you consider yourself a loser. I don't consider you a loser. I don't consider anybody a loser, and I'm not, I'm not here to say, oh, you're living in that apartment. You you suck. No, I'm saying, look, you're living in that apartment and at least you're trying to li- to do something because how are you going to pay for a, a hundred thousand dollar house or a five hundred? Because, look, before I, I get to the to the story again, uh, houses here in the city of Montebello are at the asking price of five hundred thousand dollars for those of you that, that live in other countries that you say, oh. Apartments, or houses here are are pretty cheap. They're pretty cheap, yeah. But look at here in California. I'm not I'm not saying about New York because I think New York and San Francisco are, are like the the. For those of you that don't know, I think that New York and San Francisco are still the number one in the most expensive houses in America, just in America. I feel like it's New York that's number 1 then it's like San Fran I don't know if it's San Francisco or, or or New York because now it's it's like a little bit back and forth where people say oh it's New York then it's San Francisco New York San Francisco no the thing is is that it's both San Francisco and 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 like I said, it's San Francisco and and New York. That's the most expensive places to live in America. And then it, and then it's lastly I mean, then it's third. I think Los Angeles, and then you could say Hawaii. But, but I'm saying like, like, I I mean I I'm just saying like the most expensive places are are like I would assume it's New York. Then San Francisco or San Francisco, and then New York, then I think it's Hawaii, and then it's it's Los Angeles, but I don't know I think it's Los Angeles then Hawaii, but what I'm just trying to say is that if you want a house in the city of Montebello California because that's where we live that's where I live. A house is five hundred thousand dollars, and I think the payments are around like like in between a thousand a 1200 to like like up to 2000 uh, up to like $2000 for that for the house and it depends up on, uh, on w- what down payment you you put and then you pu- then you have all kinds of of stuff so th- that's when i say no no one's a loser you're trying to do your own thing but it's hard because the, the government has these houses here that are over $500,000 because I've seen houses that are like um a, 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 a million dollars. And look it, something you have to say, this is something I have to say really, really quick before I continue this this podcast, before I continue my story, is that houses here, like I, I don't know other countries, but I think that's how the same thing is, is that after you're done paying your house, like say, say your your father or your mother dies, and they say, "Look, I want to leave in my will that this house is yours, uh, Ronnie, or that this house is yours, Jimmy, or or Laura. This is your house. This is your house, Vanessa. This is your house." But what you don't know is that even though the house is already paid off, it's not yours. You still have to pay the taxes on the on the the house. So if the house is already five Hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars? Why do you think famous some famous people end up selling their house and say, "I'm going to buy a smaller house because this house is a million dollars and it's paid off, but it's still not mine because I still have to pay taxes every month." Like, like I don't know. Some people pay five thousand dollars in taxes. Like it's crazy. Like, like it's so crazy. It's not that you paid for your house. Your five hundred thousand dollars house that over the next thirty years you paid. You paid in thirty years hundred thousand dollars for the house, then you still have to pay for the, the interest and you still have to pay for the for everything else. So it's not really five hundred thousand dollars, it becomes like six hundred almost a million dollars for the for the house and then and plus that I told you you have to still pay for the for the the, the taxes and then and then your electricity electric bill, your car bill, your everything else. Not because you just have a house, it's yours. No. You still have to pay taxes. But like I said, to own a house is, is way too expensive. $500,000 plus your car or your your two cars or depending on how many cars you have, plus your cell phone bill, plus your, your cable or if you have a streaming service or your your home internet, then it becomes way too expensive. Then plus the food you're going to eat, Plus, on top of that, are all the medical bills you have to go through because because that's that's what happens when you when you own a house. Don't think that oh because you you're making you're making a a little less than a hundred just because you're you're making less than a hundred thousand dollars because I think I don't know how much people are making in reality. Some people are making more and some people are making less, but most of the time I don't think people are making a hundred thousand dollars per year, but. What I have to say is that uh, or maybe they are i'm not I'm not too sure, but like that, it doesn't mean that you're going to go to the to the hospital and it's going to be free to go to the hospital, not here in America here in america you even though you own a a a house a five hundred thousand dollar house and you say, "I need to go to the hospital, they're still going to make you pay because you you have your your, your insurance that you already pay, plus on top of that, you still have to pay. To see the doctor, so that 's another payment, plus all the medical bills after that not because you have a an insurance plan you're you're safe because that 's what people like to say oh because you, you because you you have whatever people like to say because you have Obamacare or because you have you have a, some kind of medical insurance you're you're safe you can get sick at any time you want no if I get sick, you have to pay for the for the for the insurance, you have to pay for the insurance, and then on top of that, you still have to pay for your medical bills, your medical, your, your your whatever they're going to do on you. So, say you, even for a blood test, you still have to pay for for that blood test. You still have to pay for just to have, just to see the doctor face to face and and see that he's a, he's not a good doctor, but he just he just screwed you up because he's he claims to be a doctor and he's nothing. So that's what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm saying, like don't just think in America, it's, it's so, it's going to be good because like I said, in in Montebello, even though it's a small area, like I'll get you the, the, the square miles and everything later on of Montebello, California, but houses in Montebello, California are are around $500,000. Okay. And let me tell you something, $500,000 is what you have for a house, but Let's explain to you something. It is only a two-bedroom house because that's what we have. That's what my parents have, a $500,000 house that is only less than a 1,000 square feet, like 800 or 700 square feet. And it's only two bedrooms, one restroom, a kitchen, and a living room with a garage that used to be an apartment, but... I we're not using it for an apartment. We're using it for our cars. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, you don't, you're not going to say, oh, you you have a mansion. That's why it costs five hundred thousand dollars. No, but I do understand when why people leave from from California and then they they start to head east towards towards like Chicago, towards like places like like Arizona. People start. Uh, or, or like people start moving towards Arizona, Las Vegas, uh, other places, and I, I do understand, I do understand, but what you don't what what you don't get is that some people don't understand is that California is the number one hotspot for homelessness. That's what's happening, and sometime if you guys are following my wolf vlogs, you should follow my wolf vlogs, which you could just type in wolf vlogs. Monabello and your my channel it's a blue i'll put a i'll put something on there or something I'll put a picture sometime in the future which is going to be something about which is going to be something about about um how do I say this it's going to be it's going to have a a profile picture but right now it just has nothing it's just a blue w a w with a blue background and I may go around downtown Los Angeles sometime and you guys can see what what real homelessness looks like because you guys probably don't believe me and you think that it's all a bunch of hoopla and a bunch of malarkey and it's just crazy so that's just it so let's get back to the real story after I told you that you're not going to be able to purchase a house here by yourself as a family like say you and your wife or you and your husband will not be able to buy a house for for less than $500,000 plus your your car because I get that people are not really interested in the house, but if you are interested in the house, you're not going to have a Mercedes Benz, or you're not going to have your your Acura, or your Lexus, or you're not going to have your your Audi, or your, or your Ferrari, or your 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 Mustang, or your your Charger. You're not. You're not. And if you are, it's because you you're living with like tons and tons of people that. Are going to live in the same house as you do, and you're not going to have no privacy. So, I, 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 that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's what that's my thought. I don't know. You guys can, you guys can chime in somewhere in the in the Apple Podcast and let me know what what what's your area for for the houses because I, I I've seen houses in other in other states and damn well I have to say that the the houses in other in other states are Less than less half of five hundred thousand dollars, or like say like two hundred thousand dollars for a, a mansion, in in places like Virginia, in places like Tennessee, in places like 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 Vermont, in places like like Rhode Island, and, and other places that you can find house huge mansions for two hundred thousand dollars. And That's a little bit more, more towards the line of. Yes, it's better. Like, like in Colorado, houses are way cheaper. But I think, this is how I think of it, is that if houses are cheaper, I think that the food and the clothing and everything else is more expensive. But if you buy your house and you pay for your house, then the clothes is not that expensive anymore. And then the, the, the food is not that expensive anymore. Because that's, that's what I think. So let's get back to the story. Back to our our history, ladies and gentlemen. So, something I have to say is that, like I said, I was born in White Memorial Hospital. You guys can look that up on, on your computer. White Memorial Hospital. Which is, if you guys have ever been, or you guys live in California, or you've been somewhere in Los Angeles... Or if you're not living in the United States, because some of you are living in Malaysia, and I I, I don't wanna I don't wanna be rude, but I think Germany or or a, a different country. But if you guys are not living in California, I mean in in the United States, and those of you that are living in California in the United States and California, and you you've been here to California, you've been here to downtown Los Angeles. I was born in White Memorial, where where Oscar de la Hoya and you know Oscar de la Hoya the guy that that dressed up in drag and he used to take a lot of drugs and dressed up in drag and, and used to be transgender or whatever he pretended to be back back in the day so he's the type of he's the guy that that donated lots of money to to White Memorial Hospital because his mother passed away there I don't know what kind of complications I think she had surgery or something and and she passed away. So. I was born there. On February 3rd. 1995. And you guys can look up. History on that, Whatever happened in in that time. During that time. Like I told you. My father. Before that. He. He was part of the riots. Because. He used to work in downtown Los Angeles. Where the riots were going on. And that's where. He got in fights with many people. And. And I'm not trying to be rude to any 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 race or any culture or anything, but that's the time where like, I, I, that's where that's where you get that that idea that Latinos and 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 African American or or people, yeah African American and Latinos don't get along, but it's not true. Sometimes you sometimes you get with the wrong crowd. That's what makes it like they don't then you don't get along with them. But I, I've I've known people that that you can not get along with. I've known African American as a Latino I I, I know African American and I'm like yeah I I we can get along bro we can get along I'm not the type of person that's going to try to trash your your race and say look I'm superior to you no but at that time that's when the African American were fighting against the Latinos and that That's the time where all the Asians were, were on the rooftops with their shotguns, with their guns and weapons drawn. And they said, you take down my store and I'm shooting you. That's where all the riots were going. Uh, there was a bunch of Latinos that were stealing TVs, stealing VCRs, stealing radios. Radios, and I mean stereos and stealing all kinds of... of of merchandise from the stores and they said no, no one's going to get caught because there's not really cameras as much as there are in 2020 or as much violence, I mean as much uh, uh, cameras and police as, as there is in 2020 but in, in, 19, in 1992 or 93 when the riots were going on, I think that's when it that happened, then my father got to see the Rodney King, he got to see the, the OJ Simpson trial, he got to see all of that and I think he was he was around there at that time during the 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 trial of, of Rodney King and all of that. So so my father has been through a lot of things that uh, you guys may may say, Oh no. You, you haven't experienced anything. No, he has experienced he he was there during the riots because he had left work and and he got in a fight because the whole city was, was being burned down like how it is now. With riots and all this, this craziness. So that's what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. So let's just get back to this. Back to my story. Or back to our history where I said I was born in on February 3rd, 1995. In White Memorial Hospital. Which is located in, I would assume it is located in Boyle Heights. Uh, Somewhere close to... I would say somewhere close to downtown Los Angeles. Close to a city called El Sereno, California. Close to Lincoln Heights. And... I don't... I hadn't really... Yeah, I guess that's about it. That's about it. I guess. So, I was born at that time. In 1995. February 3rd, 1995. And... This is what I have to say. I think I think my father my father wanted to call me Elijah in Spanish Elias Elias which is I think Elijah in English. And then he had other names and I think at the time everybody wanted I think at that time everybody wanted some a name that was like like a little bit w- uh, less known because it's like I don't want to have. My father was the type of person that said, "Look, you're going to have a name that's not going to be well known to the to the world because your name is going to be different than everybody else's. Because I don't want you to be called like everybody else, Raul, Mario, or the the basic the basic a uh, uh, Christian or Jesus or Jesus or Jesus whatever people call." call themselves but he didn't want me to have a, a name that was basic to everybody else that that's like as soon as you turn you hear Christian uh you hear you hear uh, um he didn't want me to have a, a, a basic ge- uh how do I say ge- general no I say um generic he doesn't want me to have a generic name that everybody else is going to be able to just come up with and say look there's a lot of there's like five Christians in the class. There's a lot of, of, because I I did know a lot of, because I I do know a lot of Chris's, uh, to be honest. So I I do get why he didn't give me a, a random name like that, a Mario or a or a Luis or a, any, ge- any any generic name or any any name that's well known. So he had to look in the Bible. He went through different different books to I guess to get my name, and. What my name is is a little bit hard to pronounce, and I think my father chose that name because he he knew of his friend that his wife wanted a random name, also a weird name, so it could be like I guess a competition between us to be like, look, my name is more weirder than yours, because some people's names like like nowadays, like like uh, what's his name, um, Elon Musk that gave his 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 kid's name like a number or a, a pi sign or some weird some weird uh symbols as his name and which is weirdest name ever in the whole world like like when he becomes 20 years old or when he's in school they're gonna say they're going to say what what's her name what's your name bro my name is six seven pi r or whatever the whatever they they say about whatever his, his name is because it's so confusing but my name First of all, is Inosh Ernie Murcia. And what what does that mean? Let let me spell it out for you. My first name is spelled E-N-O-S-H. And if you look in the Bible, my name is mentioned maybe once or twice, and that's about it. So, what I did was that it's not the same thing. If you think my name is similar to Enoch, it's not the same name, because Enoch is a different name than Enosh, which is originally Inos, just Enos, just E N O S. But then the 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 newest abbreviation was H, and then and then there's been famous people with that same name as mine, and then there's there's famous there's still names that are being named. there's still uh, uh like in, Fa- in Futurama they have a character that has the same name as mine. A brief character that that appears in Futurama, in, in one of the 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 past, or one of the past episodes where they where they go to like Area Fifty One or something like that, and then there's the episode of the Dukes of Hazards that has a that has a, a guy that's named Inos Inos, and then and then there's a there's a a baseball player from, I think it was um. What was it Minneapolis or something that his name was also Inus, Inus, or Inosh, whatever Inus. but my name ended up with an h the the because at first it used to be just e n o s but then now with the newest uh, the newest thing that that i don't know who came up with that they just put e n o s h so they said this is your name, and now it has an h, which i don't know if it's if it's actually supposed to be with an h or not. But whatever. So that's my name. And like I told you. I was born in 95. Briefly. Lived in. In Boyle Heights. Then. I moved to. Montebello. California. To an apartment. And. I I briefly lived there. And I loved it. Because I had. I had friends. Here and there. In. In. In my. My elementary school. Which is. Fremont. Elementary School. That's the school. I went to. And that's where i went to and the thing i have to say is that i i lived in in montebello california in an apartment a two-bedroom apartment i i believe yeah i think it was a two-bedroom apartment and what i remember was that that i i was i lived there for some time then i think i left to to El Salvador to visit for the first time my grandma or my dad's my 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 father's family in El salvador and that's how i was i lived there and i mean i didn't live there i i i visited there for some time and i used to i used to love i i i used to have cassettes and many of those little v v h v h s c tapes that that i i used to watch i used to love so at that time i think that's when we first had our first Camcorder, which was a, a JVC camcorder, back in nineteen ninety nine. That's when I think we went to El Salvador, and then after, I think I went to Mexico in like the year two thousand or around two thousand one. And that's the sad part because that's what I'm saying. Like, I I went to Mexico after that in two thousand or two thousand one, to to Mexico. And in El Salvador, I don't really remember much, but the only thing I remember in El Salvador was that i i i have I was with my family members over there eating cereal and having a good time with them and And I think I remember that I just remember briefly I think that I was with my family and I ate cereal in the morning, and then I remember being on the plane here and there bef- way before. I used to be on when I was on the plane. I, I was I was I wasn't so scared of the plane at that time. But I guess in two thousand one I was more scared of the plane because of like we experienced heavy turbulence and it was just and I hate turbulence. That's something I have to say. I hate turbulence and I felt like 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 the plane would go up and down, up and down, up and down. But back in nineteen ninety nine I remember That when I think we were going to El Salvador or we were coming back from El Salvador. And that's the only good time I had. But I'm like, I always say, I'm afraid of being on an airplane. I'm afraid I'm scared. That's something I've always been scared of being on a plane. And that's why I don't really do much traveling as if you guys have been following me on my Wolf Vlogs channel, which I'd already explained to you that it's on YouTube. I explained that I I don't travel that much because like I said I'm afraid of being on an airplane. That's why I do not travel that much. And you could say, "Oh, why why haven't you traveled to this this state? Why haven't you traveled there?" Because like I just told you, I'm afraid. And and that's something I have to tell you in a different in a different uh, uh podcast. So what I'm saying is that when we came back... I think we were going to El Salvador. We were coming back from El Salvador. Was because... I mean, when we were coming back or going... I, we were high in the sky. Very, very high. And what, what, I, what I used to think when I was small was like... Because I was, a, I was a fan of Hot Wheels. I was a fan of collecting, making tracks... And, and doing weird stuff with them. Like playing and, and having a collection of cars. I used to say, look... Look, Dad. Look, Father. Look, Dad. I used to. I used to like looking out the window and saying, "Look, look." I wanna. I want. I wish I had that car. I wish I had that car, because in the sky it looks more like. Instead of looking like a, a a re like a a huge car on the plane, it looks very small, and you get to see like it's more of a track, like a Hot Wheels track. And you're like, I'm like, look. When we get off, I wanna get that car. When I get off, I wanna collect that car. I wanna have it in my in my collection. I want to have that car in my collection. Because we used to pass by the freeways and I don't know what else we passed. And I was like, wow, I want to have that in my collection. Because I, like I said, I used to collect lots and lots of cars, lots of Hot Wheels cars and used to have, used to love it. But then, like I said, in 2000, I went to El Salvador, Amela. I think it's 2000 or around 2001, I went to Mexico. And that's where I said I, I loved it. I loved going to Mexico. And then when I came back, my that's what I'm gonna have to leave you with right now. When I came back from, from Mexico, I don't I was still living in Montebello and my mom had lots of friends already here in Montebello, here and there. She had friends because she could talk to people and she was always friendly and, and everything was great. Everything seemed to be cool and, and amazing. And then, my sister was born in this same city that I'm I'm living in, Montebello, California. That's where she was born. She was born in the hospital, Beverly Hospital, in Montebello, California. And for those of you that say Beverly Hospital seems familiar, it's because other states have the same chain of hospitals called Beverly Hospital, which is in different cities. And what this is, is that my sister was born in February 12 2001 so that would be that she was born let's see 95 to 2000 that's 5 and then 6 years she was born 6 years apart from me and and that's I guess that's all I'm going to have to leave you with this time ladies and gentlemen so I guess that's about it. She was born in Montebello, California, in Beverly Hospital. She was born on February 12th, 2001. And at that time, I just remembered. I remember that at that time, my mother left me with her friend that had two daughters. While my mom was pregnant, she, she my mother, I think my father was working at that time. I don't remember what ha- really happened, but I, that's all I remember that he, I think he was working and my mother was in the hospital and my sister, like I told you, she was born on February 12th, 2001. And that's what it was. I was left with, with my mom's friend and her two daughters. And I, I guess I have to tell you a little bit more in depth of, of, That story. Next week. Ladies and gentlemen. So. I just have to say. Thank you guys. For listening. To this week's podcast. I. I enjoy. All the podcasts. Thank you for everything. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you guys. For being new listeners. And. Like I said. If you want to. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel. Is. Wolf. Vlogs. And. You guys can. Probably hear some stories there. That. That. That I haven't mentioned so far in this part in these podcasts, and you can follow my my twitter accounts after uh, in the description of that youtube channel and as always, I'll catch you guys in next week's podcast.